हेलो एंड वेलकम टू पिट स्टॉप कॉन्वर्सेशन आई एम योर होस्ट एंड दोस्त डॉक्टर विशाखा वोहरा टूडे वी विल बी हैविंग टू ऑन्टरप्रनर्स विद अस दे आर को फाउंडर्स ऑफ ईपिक एंड दे आर समवन हु हैव स्टार्टेड वेरी यंग एट द यंग एज ऑफ ट्वेंटी थ्री ईच एंड इट्स अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग जर्नी दैट दे हैव स्टार्टेड एट दिस यंग एज आफ्टर वर्किंग फॉर अ शॉर्ट वाइल इन टू टॉप ब्रांड कंपनीज so what made them leave such well known companies and then go into the unknown venture of epic which is electric vehicles in the sense it is e bikes electric bikes that they are talking about and what is it that they do and what is their journey all about this is what we are going to know in this particular episode so i'm not going to waste any more time let me start with welcoming arad vemula and rahul reddyedla Right. So, Arad and Rahul, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thank you, uh, Vishaka, ma'am. Uh, it's very pleasure for us to join your podcast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, hosting us. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, first, let me first start with asking you about what exactly is your product? Is this e-bike that we are talking about? And tell us a little more about your company. okay uh, so basically at uh, epic bikes uh, we design develop and manufacture electric bicycles so that's a very very uh, short about what we uh, build i mean what the product we do have but why do we build that and how do we build that is a real uh, question about uh, what this company does mm-hmm. so uh, we started sometime in 2016 uh, with a vision to introduce this product in the market uh, basically to ease out or create a convenience for uh, micro mobility basically for the short term distances uh, everyone that are uh, actually facing problem either with a bicycle or with a motorbike or a car in a non residential location so that's where the idea has come up and we started working uh, with electric bicycles in this segment okay uh so tell me tell me something how did this idea come about what did you see or observer where did you see there was a gap which which kind of triggered that we want to develop and sell this as a product yeah so when we were in uh, gurgaon we used to stay in same room so working okay. for different companies but we used to stay together so mm-hmm. there uh, when we are commuting to our offices uh, we used to use cabs or uh, go by walk or uh, hire a taxi so mm-hmm. uh, we have our cars and bikes in hyderabad but uh, we couldn't carry them there so we wanted to have a simplistic solution uh, which caters to uh, office commute and uh, go distances up to 5 to 10 kilometers like essentially if i am a non local resident and uh, if i am in another city uh, doing job i'll be staying like around 5 to 10 kilometers from my location work location right or to use right. a transportation but uh, there is no uh, commute uh, facility uh, that is personalized Uh, from the uh, residence to the office so what we brought is like uh, for doing this we brought an electric cycle we bought an electric cycle in uh, uh, 2016 from uh, hero but okay. uh, we didn't like the product so okay yeah then we thought ki yes uh, uh, this, and we surveyed a lot yeah uh, about this need that do you want a personal vehicle uh, in this particular uh, segment to travel to your office and to nearby locations and the answer was yes okay so then we thought yes we can build and we had a prior experience of building stuff in college 
So we okay. were a team since college uh, where we built uh, ATV uh, for a competition called Baha Student India. And mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, there was a team of around 13 and uh, we were champions in that. So that particular achievement wow. also helped us to think, ki, yes, we can actually build stuff and uh, go into the market. So, mm-hmm. yeah, then we started it. Yeah. Okay, so you, you, your own experience triggered this thought that, you know, how can we ease the commute and yeah. uh, reduce the dependence on external, uh, like a cab or, you know, uh, somebody else. So reduce that dependency and have your own vehicle, own transportation. Yes. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Uh, and which was, which was uh, like not as a motorcycle or a two-wheeler or a four-wheeler, but a bike, but a cycle basically, right? Yeah. Am I right in understanding? Correct. Yes. That's okay. Correct. So uh, you said uh, that, uh, you know, you thought of uh, having this bicycle and you used a product of someone, some other company and you were not happy with it. Correct. So can you, can you tell me what improvements or what changes have you brought in? So what, how is your product different? What did you do? How did you innovate on that? Yeah. Uh, so product, uh, if we are purchasing any product, definitely it is not just the features of the product, but it is definitely... Uh, how is the journey using the product and then let us say if that particular product needs some maintenance or service so how is that getting solved let us say on day-to-day basis or even periodic basis so that is actually a product is all about so when we have purchased it uh, we do not have enough support from the OEM or whoever the dealer it is uh, to get it repaired and the technologies back then were not uh, let's say the lithium ion technology or a brushless dc motors or kind of details inside an ev so those were not the technologies adopted in those uh, vehicles so that okay. is when we decided uh, why don't we uh, implement these kind of technologies in our product and give a hassle free product to the market okay. And of course, uh, it is not just our own problem that has triggered. Of course, we have done a survey of almost one year with similar kind of group. Let's say the same non-local residents working with multiple companies, be it GETs mm. or any guys. Mm-hmm. So every one of the of those guys have similar sort of problem. So that is when we ask like, okay, would you purchase a bike or an electric bicycle that have these kind of features at this price point and all? So they were mm-hmm. absolutely okay to purchase that. So, okay. so that is when we took the inputs from those prospect customers and then uh, put those features into the bike. So we decided that, uh, yes, I mean, other thing is, of course, the aesthetics or the looks of a bike or any product definitely uh, catches that initial attention. So we also wanted to improve on that, then also implement the next generation technologies and develop the product. Okay. So... uh See, uh, Arad, like, uh, you know, when I'm, uh, as I understand, I also use a cycle, but I use a cycle, which is a normal cycle with gears. Correct. Right. How, how uh, is an electric uh, operated or electric powered cycle different? What advantage will that give me over a normal cycle, which can be just pedaled, pedal power or gear powered? Yes, uh, uh, I would, I would say like, uh, if you are going to office, you don't want to go with sweat. So, True. <laughs> like, if you are like eight to ten kilometers away, then probably you might uh, get a little sweat if you are using a normal mm. cycle. So, mm-hmm. with electric cycle, it makes your effort very easy. You can use it like a scooter too, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, if you want to use it on a pedal assist mode where it gives maximum support, you can use it in that particular mode. And okay. if you want to switch it to cycle, yes, you can do it. 
so okay yeah so okay. at one particular uh, part of time in the morning you can go use it like a scooter go to office and mm-hmm. then while coming back you can pedal it and if okay. you want to go for a morning exercise yes you can do it on a cycle mode so, okay yeah, so multiple ben- multiple benefits in the same product yes, yes. okay yeah. excellent okay so uh, like i mentioned in the beginning both of you you worked for a brief uh, period uh, right after your graduation in very well known and reputed companies yeah. and uh, it is uh, you so uh, if i understand correctly you both are engineers right yes so a uh, foreign engineer to get placed in one of the topmost companies is a dream right is a dream come true and that's what everybody is like you know uh, looking at yeah. so how did you think of leaving such good brands where you had a potential of course the way one has in a corporate sector mm-hmm. right how did you think of you know leaving all that and going into the field of being an entrepreneur yeah uh, so we always have uh, that enthusiasm to actually build products and wanted to put that in the market that is always there behind yeah. our uh, minds since our graduation i mean uh, it is fortunate that i met rahul like quite long ago when we have been uh, friends for last like 11 12 years wow yeah okay. uh, so we always had this kind of like uh, the uh, ideation or we wanted to build products and all but of course yes when we join uh, a large companies mncs and all it's a dream come true for any engineer but uh, the uh, i mean we always wanted to build a product and all so what made us uh, quit the jobs and start is uh, absolutely understanding that there is a huge potential and there is no one actually solving that potential and we believe that we have that potential to fill that gap so so that has given us enough confidence to start that okay to quit this so there is another motivation that is needed for sure so we you need you should not it's a risk it's a risk you are taking it's right it's a big risk you are yeah, taking yeah exactly so you should not have any strings attached to you either to your family maybe if you are married wife kids and all so if you have all those strings you will not be able to make a maybe a bold decision uh, when you are growing old so we just felt okay we only young guys can actually take that risk or, <laughs> because you don't have strings attached so okay. we had that discussion for sure like if we grow old i am sure we'll be stuck in uh, <laughs> the drug of getting salaried and all okay uh, then that's a motivation and one year of survey and understanding the potential of the market and we believing that we can serve that potential has uh, made us quit the jobs and start this wow yeah like uh, we repeated so, yeah. the decision for uh, one year uh, so mm-hmm. like we we thought of this concept on december 8 2014 we rem- still remember that date wow <laughs> then uh, we took it like uh, see uh, an idea can come uh, in one night but for executing it really takes time so we tested ourselves whether our interest lies for uh, next 6 months or one year and it stayed and then yeah we thought our uh, potential in our companies are not being utilized uh, up to the mark we are not busy okay so then uh, we took a decision ki yes we have to move on it's okay it's, it's okay taking a risk uh, that can't be taken uh, like 2 yeah. or 3 years later yeah okay 
okay so uh, you said that you know you you took this you were both very young you were 23 when you took this decision yeah. and uh, that time you thought that you know uh, the n- amount of responsibility you have in terms of uh, family or uh, you know monetary responsibilities are comparatively lesser and uh, this is the right time for you to take this jump yeah. right yeah. Yeah. Uh, so great but then i i have this question like you know you uh, you took a year's time to you know kind of thrash it out and come up with the entire ideation and then actually think about leaving your jobs uh, how did you convey it to your family your parents yeah. uh, because uh, i'm sure uh, like you know there would have been uh, so what what was the kind of support you received or what was the first reaction when you announced to them that i am leaving this well paying uh, you know well known and you know very good branded job that i have and i am now going to start something on my own yeah uh, so I think we both will have different answers for this, but I, I like yeah sure please yeah right. so uh, when we decided to quit our jobs and then do this, I started uh, slowly injecting the idea into <laughs> brains of my father and mother. So I told ki yeah we have an idea we are believing this and all. So even they cannot take a sudden surprise that I one day uh, my son has quit <laughs> the job and come back home without an idea or anything. So it, mm. I have injected in their minds for four five months and all. And uh, so other thing that what I told was, okay, so I'm going to risk it. Uh, let me risk for an year or year and a half. Let's say if I don't come up with results, then anyways, I have my degree or I have my at least the little experience. I can definitely get a job. So that's the confidence I have given. I asked them for give me one, one and a half years of time. So let me prove myself in the market. If not, anyways, I have some base to stand on. That's mm-hmm. it. So, okay. but that one and a half year got pushed to five, <laughs> six years and all that goes on. <laughs> okay. And Rahul, what's your story? Yeah. So, uh, I conveyed this a little earlier, like uh, eight to nine months before that I am mm-hmm. going to quit in uh, like after nine months and there mm-hmm. was my sister's wedding coming in. So I thought, okay, let, let the wedding get finished. So I'll, I'll be free <laughs> of uh, everything. And after that. Uh, I asked for a permission of six months, like uh, one foot, one foot best. Okay, one foot into the okay. door. So, okay. okay. If if uh, give me six months of time, uh, if I don't do anything, then you can always question me. Then we do, we did something, and then I extended it for next six months, and then again we did something, and that got for six years. <laughs> okay. We are doing something. So, so basically you, you use the technique of slowly kind of, uh, you know, building it up for them as well Yeah. that, you know, giving you the time frame to prove yourself. And it's been six years that you have actually proved them that yes, you know, uh, job is not the only option that, you know, one can explore, but this is um, entrepreneurship is something that you can do better in. Right. Yeah. So uh, that that brings so both of you mentioned that, uh, you know, you both of you uh, kind of mentioned this to your parents that in case this does not work out, we still have our degrees and we still have, you know, a little work experience, which we can again fall back on. Right. So uh, my question now is like, you know, how much do you think your educational background has contributed to one, you being an entrepreneur and two, getting that confidence that you know this is what so what is the role of your education in this so both of you are mechanical engineers right yeah, yeah. so yeah. how has your education contributed uh, 
yeah so uh, definitely the ba- educational background has a profound effect on taking up entrepreneurship or uh, during the journey itself i mean because we come from a uh, good university uh, all the people are always excited uh, about the new technologies or whatever is trending in the global markets so that actually pushes us always to create new things or at least learn new things for sure i mean like in general people say that you are always average of the five people around you just because all the five people around me are always trying to do something new so i i am bound to do something new for sure so okay. that is something always uh, puts us a step ahead if you are coming from a good college for sure but still even if even if you are coming from a local college you can still have some counsel or some kind of mentors from different locations and uh, raise your bar always and okay. post that when you are going through the journey just because you have similar kind of people who have already gone through that journey so at least you don't repeat the mistakes what your seniors or your alumni has already done mm-hmm. so you got to be in touch with all of those guys irrespective of whether you are getting some benefit or not but maybe once in 5 years it might help you their experience might help you so i think one aspect is that way it helps us okay yeah. Uh, okay. yeah i would like to say that uh, education we, we are good problem solvers uh-huh. yeah great <laughs> like engineers are good problem solvers yeah. right no that's problem. the statement you're making okay we, we will find solution somehow <laughs> i'm sure a lot of engineers who are listening to this are going to clap for you now <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, we we uh, i back on that particular strength from my college like uh, we have we, we have uh, done several projects together so there will be many problems coming in but we we'll at least solve all of them and get into the uh, final output mm. so mm. yeah in education i feel yet that that particular uh, education give us this confidence that yeah you can solve problems okay and uh, when we started together we just thought ki uh, let's sell 50 bikes that would be enough it's it, enough enough for us then it okay. started slow yeah uh-huh yeah okay so if i understand just to kind of summarize what you are talking about the contribution of the education that you had the engineering that degree that you pursued yeah. so uh one it gave you uh, that level of competitiveness yeah. uh, because everybody around you was having that kind of you know uh, uh, creative thinking thought process going on so it was a kind of a competitive thing that you know let's also be with them do yeah. as they are doing right to uh, you talked about you know being a problem solver so that kind of generated within you that you know you already were and it just honed you more yes. to become a problem solver right Correct. and three is what arat talked about is the uh, networking that you develop Correct. like you know because uh, everybody is at different stages and some of them are in going into further into you know probably exploring doing their own thing so having that network also makes a whole lot of a difference absolutely right so yeah. these are the things that you are saying yeah. okay apart yeah. from this our technical skills also helped in building the product uh, like we naturally designing and that stuff uh, that is absolutely because it's related absolutely yeah. absolutely so you are saying the technical skills also are very important when you are creating a physical product like this right yeah okay okay uh now uh what were like you started slow like you talked about you know 50 bikes as the first target like you know let's that's all we are going to look at yeah so what were some of the initial struggles or what were some of the difficulties like if you can just uh, kind of you know elaborate on that and how did you overcome them yeah 
so let us say i mean anyone who starts up for sure they'll come up with uh, some uh, a problem statement that we catch up okay people are unable to do easy micro mobility and mm. uh, somehow we'll have some solution in our brains and we believe mm. that and that's where we take a step forward and start to execute it the major mm. problem that probably any every entrepreneur faces is to validate that assumptions so mm-hmm. i have assumed something and i have entered into the market be it product or be it the kind of service so mm-hmm. i have to validate those assumptions and only once they are validated and fine tuned that is where you really find that product market fit i mean whether the customer when you say validation do you mean to say finding out whether there is a need for the product correct correct yeah. oh. whether there is a yeah. need for the product or even let us say there are 100 features or 10 features in a product we might have a heavy weightage on particular feature rather than something else i mean we already have a hierarchy of the features mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. those are all assumptions that is your personal assumptions but once you go into that the, the customer will find it useful yes 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 yeah exactly the customer will okay. find it useful but once we mm. go into the market with those features it it might go for a toss for sure i mean customer might find it useless the one which you are thinking is the on top priority so that is uh-huh. the toughest thing i mean that you need to get uh, that kind of validation each and every day like even today okay. you need to validate those assumptions that you have so those mm-hmm. are the first uh, toughest steps you have to take and uh, just because we will be emotional towards our product or service that we have built it is it becomes very hard to break those emotional chains and be logical mm-hmm. so, okay yeah so that is one uh, toughest uh, step yeah i okay. i'll call it absolute madness in the first 6 uh, months to 7 months that we want to build what we want to build not what uh, the market wants <laughs> right right and then so you don't even know whether anybody wants to buy the product anybody wants to even look at it or yeah, not right, because yeah. you you are in that love with your solution you want to do that first and then mm-hmm. you realize ki okay now come on to the ground and see what's happening Okay, yeah. so in the first six months, like uh, you said, it it starts with the ideation. You start testing out. You start kind of trying to validate whether there is a need or not. Correct. So uh, and then what? The how does the journey begin from there? And how does it grow? In the sense, like uh, till now, whatever you have described, was it just on paper, or have you actually started production of the bike as well? What was it? So I mean, it's it's a long journey for the last five, uh, six years. Yes, we started with ideation, and today we do have a factory uh, producing our electric bicycles, and we have a distribution channel to uh, reach to our end customers, and we yeah. have uh, achieved that product market fit which I was mentioning, and we could yeah. see the growth happening uh, day by day. In fact, so okay, so if you focus on the first six months, of course, for any hardware product. Uh, you have to physically show that product to your prospect customer mm-hmm. uh, because you cannot rely on what kind of imagination a person is getting when you are actually explaining the product rather than showing it so you just have need to have a physical product to uh, give an experience i mean demo or an experience to the prospect so okay. it takes i mean it depends whether it is 6 months 1 year or even 5 years on the complexity of the product so it took us nearly 6 months to 1 year for our first prototype to come out uh, we we ourselves loved that product when we have given the demo of that product to our customers they loved it uh, okay. so we felt excited but when we have put up the price point that they have to purchase it then there is a dip absolute it's like a falling down from a cliff 
okay dip in uh, the interest to purchase they like the product uh-huh. they like the benefits but no i am not ready to buy mm-hmm. then it doesn't okay. make business sense it's just a project to uh, right get right but that's not what business is about right so Absolutely. then again there's a new problem that comes up so okay they are liking the product but how do you make it accessible or affordable or make them use your product so mm-hmm. again you have to tweak your business model or product or the way you are marketing about your product so uh-huh. there are a number of questions comes again and right. yeah so the journey took uh, as five years we have changed multiple business models uh, okay. whether we have to sell it whether we have to rent it renting is quite easy for a customer at least to experience it once right. he experiences it then he understands the value then he mm-hmm. may choose to whether continue to rent it or purchase it Right. So yeah, different positioning of that particular product. So okay. all of those were happening, and during the journey, we also understood why we are actually doing it, rather than what we are doing. We okay. really understood why we are doing that product and what benefit do we want to see in our customers. Mm-hmm. Right. So okay. that's when even our thought process, everything aligned on why we are doing that product, and even the target customers also got focused. and okay. yeah we are able to make uh, absolutely stunning products to the target market which we are targeting so okay like, so the, uh, yeah first one and a half year we uh, we were doing a mid drive product which is like uh, the technology component is more in that rather than affordability okay uh, okay yeah <laughs> then uh, we realized ki okay this is not something people will buy as of now so let's start with a basic product mvp minimum mm-hmm. viable product then there we learned a lot in books we studied a lot of books together uh, studying about how to start a business and then mm-hmm. uh, we made a, a minimum viable products in terms of electric bicycles then mm-hmm. uh, we offered it on rent because we understood that many people like if you want to purchase an activa Uh, you will take a decision immediately because you would have ridden it once or uh, from friends or heard it from friends. But for electric bicycle, it's a new thing. So absolutely, uh, yeah. What should be done? There should be awareness. That awareness should not cost thirty thousand or forty thousand because it's costly. So absolutely. we started renting yeah. it out at like two uh, thousand rupees per month, and people were coming mm. in. Then we decided that our first fifty to sixty bikes should only go on rentals. then okay. uh, like we made like around 300 customers uh, using that for uh, one and half to two years mm-hmm. then we came like okay this is the product that works at this cost and now uh, you need to scale, scale it up. scale it up okay so uh, what you are saying is that it it was one it was a parallel process of ideation and trying out the iterations and the permutation and combination for improving the product for making the best product possible with whatever features you want to uh, you know present to the customer yeah. testing out that idea that what works like you talked about you know the customer was obviously not ready to pay that amount right. so it was a better idea to you know go back and uh, you know give them a trial give them uh, on a rental basis and try out this idea Correct. and then take it from there once they have experienced it loved it and then you you know kind of then you sell it to them correct yeah, absolutely right so yes so it's 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 uh, not like ek aapne you have one time you have made something and it's done mm-hmm. it is not it does not happen that way you keep happen. on working on it and changing it and you know improving it and and not just from the product perspective but even from the way it is sold exactly. from the marketing perspective exactly. right and we are still not okay. we are doing that obviously <laughs> you, you are the, the journey continues right 
एंड ऑफकोर्स लाइक यू सैड इलेक्ट्रिक वेहीकल्स इन इट सेल्फ इज सच अ न्यू थिंग इन द मार्केट इट इज अ वेरी वेरी न्यू एंड निश फील्ड एज ऑफ राइट नाउ सो इवन एजुकेटिंग द कस्टमर अबाउट वॉट एक्जैक्टली इज योर प्रोडक्ट एंड हाउ इज इट डिफरेंट आई एम श्योर दैट ऑल्सो मस्ट हैव बीन अ वेरी वेरी यू नो अ लॉन्ग जर्नी इन इट सेल्फ टू एजुकेट द कस्टमर्स एज वेल Okay, so uh, like you said, it's been five years and six years now. Now you are at a stage where you know you are like can sit back a little and say that yes, we have achieved something. Still a long way to go, but yes, you are happy with the result. Yeah. But uh, now I would like to ask about you know the struggle has been there. Yes, these were all the uh, struggle related to the product. How was the emotional struggle in the sense that every time you have had a setback? every time you have had uh, you know uh, maybe a customer gave you some negative feedback or when you did not find buyers for your product exactly. what was the emotional uh, like you know uh, impact of this and how did you then overcome that okay <laughs> okay so yeah i mean so entrepreneurship is even more about uh, emotional journey rather than anything else in fact so like you 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 do lot of brainstorming you come up with uh, you make lot of decisions in the process and then you decide on one and it's like a focused target on yes we have to do this or we are going to die and then okay. if that really doesn't work then again you have to take at least 10 steps back and then see what mm-hmm. is going right for me uh, like in the first two years we have got this hit uh i mean at many a times that's what people like the product but they told no i, I will not purchase it at all why would i why will i purchase it so then it's a very strong hit back because all my assumptions were shattered right, right. so you have to uh, accept rejections so that is if you ask me accepting rejections is the first uh, thing that you have to learn in entrepreneurship Okay. okay initially it used to take me maybe a day two days of time to just find peace somewhere else alone and then okay so this is why it happened this is why it happened and again coming back to the whiteboard and sketching out something new but uh, right now uh, we got habituated to rejections too much but accepting rejections is the most important thing emotionally yes beat in terms of product beat in terms of customers uh between terms of within the team itself uh, you might have a different idea i might have a different idea but however both the ideas will take you to the same destination say right. in two different paths but which path to follow right uh, so a lot of self doubt you are talking about yeah correct okay. so there is again an emotional barrier between let's say even rahul and me there will be an uh, emotional barrier or this thing where either he has to cross to this side or, or i have to cross that cross to the other side so yes you have to accept rejections you have to accept others uh, and only focus on the final destination okay yeah so focus is important that's what focus you're saying focus is important yeah. accepting rejections is most is, important like okay. uh, during you would yeah, like to yeah during 2018 i think we were like okay go to the customer get a rejection go to another customer immediately <laughs> so you went prepared for the rejection yes yeah so like within a month i think we changed three to four uh, ways of our business models uh, to yeah. actually get a check from a customer okay yeah okay mm-hmm. so and that at how, how did how was it like at that i mean did you have it just say uh, arad talked about you know uh, 
many a times you having different points of view as to how to proceed now yeah. and uh, so what helped uh, like one way was what arat talk about is like focus on what is the ultimate goal the ultimate goal is that we want to you know uh, grow the bris- grow the business so you know uh, let us focus on that anything else anything else you felt kind of helped you you know be on the same page so that you know when you are delivering you are on the same page to the customer and within yourself amongst yourself also you are you know on the same page no uh, so that's what even if we have different opinions so let us say maybe after some time we are not getting convinced with one opinion so one day has to decide that okay either let us say i decided ki rahul is right so i'll simply blind off my opinions and simply follow him so that's the rule which we have kept between us let's say if the discussion is not coming to uh, a single uh, path then uh, one of us has to decide whoever is more confident so the other has to leave his uh, path or the opinions and simply follow the other guy that's it so kind of leave your ego aside and make sure that you're open to whatever the other person is suggesting right that's what makes it work together that's right makes it work. Yeah, here we we actually defined something called uh, if uh, there are like a five to six members who want to take a decision on a particular thing uh, who has the more optimistic uh, thing uh, in his brain and have a confidence to achieve it okay then he must have actually had a route to do it so follow him whether it goes up or down let's follow him and see if it's up then it's a good if it's down it's okay that's a great formula that go with the person who is most optimistic and most confident correct that's okay it. and try it out as a solution yes. wonderful that's a, that's such a nice way and simple and easy resolution to things right yes. uh, so and i'm sure all your team members also would be feeling good about this kind of freedom that you're giving that uh, it's not that i am the founder and i know the best and you only do yeah. i am taking in your feedback your opinion and that also has value and if it is good i will implement it or accept it and go ahead with it exactly so that is that is the confidence you are giving to your team as well yeah and right? don't ask them to uh, make a low risk decisions because okay. low risk decisions doesn't yield any fruits Mm, right so you are you are encouraging them to take high risk yes yeah. that's you you can think out of the box completely out of the box as well and we are willing to at least evaluate or give consideration to that uh, suggestion yes yeah correct right yeah. okay so uh, you started out as two people on this project mm-hmm. right yeah. today how how big a team are you so uh, we are a team of 14 uh, right now okay uh, so out of which uh, six of the six of them are my own juniors from our college okay uh, in fact you are mentioning about the educational uh, i mean how your academics are going to help you and all so we were we, we were doing a project during our graduation and that's when we had a team uh, so our juniors sub juniors and all so post that even like us they also worked with multiple other companies and during the college time because our ideologies our thought process is aligned and because the college i mean the same campus also gives similar kind of uh, thought process or the base rates so mm-hmm. we get aligned very easily so okay. that is the reason why even our team has grew with my own juniors who have similar ideology and okay. they have similar kind of uh, respect not the respect uh, they believe in what we tell because it's the same kind of uh, base rates which we come up with 
there's a comfort level with you because you have yeah. been to the same college they have yeah, been yeah. your junior so already that uh, ease of uh, you know uh, interaction is already in place yeah yeah it's it's never has been like uh, uh, we uh, called them into the team it's it's like we interacting with them so much they got interested and joined us yeah okay okay so what you offered was much more attractive than a corporate job for them as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> right okay so you are generating you are generating more uh, creating more entrepreneurs just like you yes, you are encouraging yes. them to okay yes. uh, so uh, you talked about you know having more as a team of as engineers Yeah. Uh, did you at ever any point of time feel the need that you know besides engineering we would also need probably the expertise of somebody with a different educational background like uh, you talked about you know trying out different business ideas so maybe somebody with a uh, education or an experience or expertise in the field of business hmm. do you think that person would have been a better contributor uh, yeah i mean we always uh, like Uh, who do not come from engineering background because even if everyone comes i mean if everyone are engineers then again you don't have a new ideas that are coming out you are always in the same bubble so uh, but initial stages of course uh, the bonding comes only through those kind of backgrounds but let us say after 2 years or 3 years you need to have i mean in fact we always think we need a doctor we need a lawyer we need a police uh, at times even we think we need a magician inside uh, our team. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah because uh, each one will have a different perspective uh, and all so that is what we wanted uh, of course we have a uh, uh, couple of guy, one guy from uh, who has done his masters from i am bangalore so he okay. happens to be my junior as well from our engineering uh, graduation college okay and then uh, so we uh, we, we have, have a software engineer uh, from our college so Uh, initially when the scope was little less like in 2016 when we started we started as a pure mechanical and electrical uh, bicycle then uh, we started learning some uh, stuff in electronics mm-hmm. and then when the software uh, guy comes in we understood the scope what it can uh, do then we started uh, unmanned rental systems where you can uh, operate uh, the electric bicycle with mobile phone okay so uh, so a new person and a new perspective coming in uh, a new business comes up right okay okay so and uh, the one you mentioned about uh, somebody from the business background uh, of course we would definitely i mean we would like to have but just because this is a technological kind of product the initial few years would be uh, the majority of them would be engineers because that okay. is what gives the major roi for the company because you don't need okay. uh, the business tricks as on day one right okay. if you ask me right now to scale the company you need that kind of exposure who have scaled up businesses or who has understood the case studies of how let's say coca cola has uh, built its company or nike has built its company or apple has built its company so we need those kind of uh, exposure or somebody who has learned those tactics to expand the company but okay. maybe initially Uh, it can be anyone. So, like even if he is, comes from a business uh, administration background, I think he should think like a problem solver. 
he, he cannot be absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. so what what you are saying is that uh, at least in your case definitely what has worked is to have a team initial team which is of the same educational background yeah. right uh, because uh, from the product perspective because it is a physical product that you are selling yeah. from the product perspective it it adds value because it brings in lots of ideas and thoughts which are diverse so it has added value to have uh, the people from the same background in terms of education yes. however uh, later on as you grow and expand as per the need you would like to kind of add people who are you know from other educational backgrounds yes. or from other uh, areas of business wherein they can help you with their expertise yeah. yes yes absolutely right? yes okay okay so uh, uh, how's the josh uh, when how was the josh when you started way back in 2013 yeah. and now we are in 2022 yeah. how has been the josh all throughout has it been as high is it still as high or is it increasing day by day what motivates you you know every day to that today i have to achieve something even higher than what i did yesterday yeah. what happens how is it so the josh increases every day i mean it never falls down i mean uh, so the we get younger and younger if you are doing i mean if you are an entrepreneur you get younger and younger every day you wanted to do new things and the josh i mean if you ask me that increases um, yeah and uh, so we will never be satisfied with what is done today so mm-hmm. that will just make us to do something new so what what the customer wants how can i let's say optimize it what is the new effective way that you can do this that always okay. runs behind your brain day night and all so it's like uh, in a day you 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 might have a high point and low point three to four times but still mm-hmm. the next day you will have that high point okay so you are you are charged up every day to keep on keep on doing something and yeah. it's it's a continuous thing which is motivating you which is energizing you right yeah, yeah. so okay and other yeah. important thing that i would mention here is let us say uh, like that's maybe that's the reason you also need a co-founder let us say i am feeling a low point today maybe rahul is going to cheer me up like we got a solution what is there and all like if he is low i am going to come up with yaar we got a solution you need not okay. worry so we are doubling up to tomorrow i mean whether <laughs> we are near okay. zero our thought process is always on like we are doubling up tomorrow okay so having <laughs> having a co-founder is a big asset in that uh, aspect yes. too uh, if it is okay. a single person it's uh, it, it becomes really hard because once emotional you know uh, things should not affect the work right right okay okay uh, so tell me when you started this uh, e bike uh, thing in 2016 did you bootstrap or uh, i mean you put in your own money and started the venture for the initial this and uh, or have you uh, looked for funding yeah uh, we initially started i mean bootstrapped uh, with our own uh, the little funds which we have saved okay so we bootstrapped um, so and uh, during the time i mean just because uh, so we have a, a good support from our college so we had the support in terms of the equipment let us say the access to workshops and all that helped us right but uh, we bootstrapped so it is initial our own uh, sweat earned money that we have to we have put uh, okay then later that uh, looking at our product or looking at our progress so that is when we started uh, having plans to grow our business or uh, we have to invest more to build new products and all that's when we started reaching out to 
be it angel investors or vcs uh, what i would okay. like to say here is like when we started uh, we started bootstrap and when we are looking for place like uh, there, there were some key persons who actually cheered up so uh, when we when when we are actually coming uh, quitting our job we got uh, space in our college to work on uh, with uh, help of our alumni who were dealing with uh, laksha foundation so there was okay. an innovation cent- uh, going on center going on so we got a space to work on there that gave okay. us like a flexibility to come and stay in college once again with access to all labs and garages and okay. then uh, without seeing our product uh, just by the seriousness of uh, us two guys our professor Uh, supported us uh, with a little amount of funding after a uh, like okay. year yeah then mm-hmm. uh, that encouraged us so there were okay. key people coming in and contributing every time yeah okay so there is a popular misconception among many people like you know somebody who is trying to you know think of going into entrepreneurship they always feel many a times that you know uh, you know to launch something or to bring something in you need a lot of investment yeah. so uh, is that do you believe in that do you think that you know coming from that perspective is it better to bootstrap with whatever amount you have big or small or do you feel that it would have been better uh, if the person you know directly uh, tries to promote the idea to angel investors and get funding first and then kind of build up on the idea what what do you think uh, so here what i would definitely suggest is you have to bootstrap for sure i mean maybe few startups or few kind of products or services might need money from the day one but okay. i would 99% of the times i would suggest to bootstrap you need to have okay. your complete skin in the game mm-hmm. then only i mean after few days of executing what your plans are and validating the assumptions so that's mm-hmm. when it gives you confidence whether this has a potential to pursue or not and let okay. us say i mean if you ask me you are funded from day one Mm. Uh, maybe you are not so much pushed from in- inside to actually take it to the next level maybe okay uh, i would suggest to bootstrap all the time but let us say if you do not have that muscle power to grow as per the plans you have that is when you need to take the external investment okay yeah. okay yeah so uh, tell me uh, if one has bootstrap like you talked about you know uh, going all in with respect to whatever the amount may be yeah. but you talked about you know uh, going all in with your own money yeah. to start okay yeah. uh, and during the journey like you talked about like you know uh, finding the product market fit hmm. is important okay. like whether even there is a demand for what you are trying to you know uh, hmm. bring in hmm. if you find that you know there is no demand okay or uh, there is very less demand or there is you know completely no awareness like in your case if we mm-hmm. talk about yeah. like electric vehicles in itself is as i said a new field correct right not many people are aware and suppose suppose yeah. in case like you know people uh, you found that you know there was no demand for this product right and uh, you know so then then w- what happens what does one do uh, so uh, i would say uh, that that's a bad time <laughs> so you survive in the bad time so that you will thrive in the good times so there will okay so yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so y- you say that you still keep on trying 
yes. look at and but would do you think would i mean uh, it has not happened with you 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 did find a product market uh, fit and you did fi- find a demand for it yeah, yeah. but uh, if if there is any entrepreneur because we hear of uh, you know so many entrepreneurs who tried several things yeah. till the time they finally came to the one thing that succeeded correct correct right, right. so uh, in that case in yeah. that case hmm. Uh, I mean, if you can throw light on this, because although it's not in, been your experience, but yeah. if you can just throw light on it, uh, when does one really like it is? Of course, you should keep on trying, and you should keep on, you know, trying to ke- uh, find out what can be done. But what if you? When can a person come to the realization that no matter what, this doesn't work or cannot work, hmm. and I need to, you know, change completely either the product or go into a completely new direction? Yeah. So uh, definitely when somebody is uh, building a product or even a service, so you start with a solving a problem, hmm. right? Hmm. So when you start solving a problem, if your product or service is not solving that problem, hmm. then you have to clearly identify what problem you are solving for sure. Like you cannot hmm. assume a problem. You cannot assume that people are facing this problem. You have to again go back and check whether that problem exists or not. Today, I, I might think that just because I found difficulty in going from here to there doesn't mean everybody are facing the same problem. Exactly. Yeah. Whether that problem is real in the market or is it just my hallucination that everybody in this world are facing that problem and I came up with a new product. That doesn't work. So you have to validate the problem itself, like whether that problem exists or not. So that has to be there for sure. I mean, if your product or service is not working and you are unable to find a logical reason why it didn't work, so you have to check whether the problem that you have took up is a real problem or not. Okay. Okay. And uh, there could also be that there are alternative solutions which are already solving that problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then you, you might not overcome, I mean, go beyond, I mean, a problem is getting solved seamlessly already and you're trying to solve the same problem, you might not be as seamless as the existing problem, I mean existing right. solution. Then uh-huh. why would somebody care to purchase your product or service? Absolutely. Yeah. So you need to know also who your competition is and know how well or how well not they are. Like you, you tried out a bike which was from a uh, from uh, you talked about a company right yeah. yeah one of the companies uh, you did not you were not satisfied correct you found certain things were lacking in it and you felt that you know with certain own additions of your uh, you know which you will bring in it would yeah. be a better product and a better thing that you will be offering correct, correct. that's correct right correct. Uh, so, so so you mentioned two things one is first of all find out whether there is a problem which exists Correct. right so don't don't have a uh, just an imaginary problem in your mind you actually find out that there is a real problem Correct. and two you talked about that make sure that uh, whatever solution you are offering hmm. has some usp has something value add to what is being already existing in the market correct because if there is not then and whether that value add is also valuable enough that a customer hmm. would be willing to buy it correct right Correct. Okay. If the yeah, yeah. addition is very less or uh, it's very less incremental, people will hmm. have to change their way to come to your solution. That resistance will be there, and you will right. not. The product will not get absorbed in the uh, market. Right. Right. Absolutely. If it's an imaginary problem. You'll get imaginary money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
ग्रेट ओके सो वॉट अकॉर्डिंग टू यू फ्रॉम अ पर्सनैलिटी पर्स्पेक्टिव फ्रॉम एन एजुकेशन पर्स्पेक्टिव यू सेड इंजीनियर्स आर द बेस्ट लाइक यू नो फ्रॉम अ पर्सनैलिटी पर्स्पेक्टिव लाइक ईच ऑफ यू आर हैविंग डिफरेंट यूनिक पर्सनैलिटीज सो फ्रॉम दैट पर्स्पेक्टिव वॉट वुड यू से गिव मी थ्री कैरेक्टरिस्टिक्स विच ईच वन ऑफ यू फील आर वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट इफ यू लेकिन इफ समी वॉन्ट्स टू बी एन ऑन्टरप्रोनर these these things should be there in that person so each one of you first arad and then rahul yeah uh, one thing that is always common for us i mean uh, is uh, perseverance okay so like if you are not sticking to what you have started for a reason mm. then uh, i don't think uh, it is worth starting up so for an entrepreneur okay. perseverance is must okay. uh, second thing is i mean i think the one which we have discussed is accepting rejections so if you are not accepting rejections uh, then you are not in the map uh, okay the next uh, important thing uh, is yeah uh, what i do tell is you have to get worried that your customer is not actually getting the right solution you should feel okay. worried that you are customer is not getting the right solution because you haven't put up your solution yet okay you need to have feel that worry for sure so yeah okay. i feel this three has to be there great yes rahul uh yeah perseverance is something that uh, i owed for the first thing mm-hmm. uh, second is the uh, optimism optimism like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah if okay. you are, if if i am not optimistic and if i don't believe that i can improve tomorrow Mm-hmm. then I, i will not yeah okay so, uh, that's the second one and uh, yeah third one uh, would be uh, the same as what arad said ki if you are not uh, worried about uh, your product not going into the market or uh, if customer is facing the same old problem again and you are not giving him the product then yeah it, it's a it, it's a worry that worry state that uh, comes in okay so if you are not uh, kind of uh, uh, working on the feedback you are receiving from the customer is that what you are saying uh, no uh, no uh, i would put it in a better terms and so your solution isn't there in the market the market okay. is already using some other solution you sh- uh-huh. you should feel worried or you feel you should feel bad that people are still facing that problem okay okay mm-hmm. so it's like okay. the solution so, is there in your mind and it is not real and is not helping customers so it always it's like we should make it real and happen it uh, in the okay. real world okay okay so walk the talk basically that you know what you are thinking what you believe in that this is the solution which will make life easier for the customer you should work on implementing that solution correct yes. correct right so okay. i'll share a small example uh, yes. with this like we we gave we gave a bike to our uh, customer we mm-hmm. gave a 40 km uh, range electric bicycle but mm-hmm. he is a customer who uses 80 km range 8 80 to 100 km on a electric bicycle every day okay okay that thing we have in our mind that we have to do this but okay. it took mm-hmm. some time in all the time we are worried ki this guy is wasting his energy and uh, you know he's mm-hmm. he's struggling Okay. so that particular thing bought a new product uh, from us okay yeah. okay so that that uh, complete focus on the end user yeah. that you know how are we actually making 
someone's life better or easier right. so the when you have a complete focus on that you are all the time looking for how to make it better Correct. right so you are looking for solutions how to keep on improving that experience yeah. and that that is something that should be a part of an entrepreneur right that's yeah. what you're saying yeah right because if the focus is not on the customer then obviously you are just focusing on what you want to give to the customer yes, correct correct right and not what actually the customer wants yes correct <laughs> right yes okay okay uh, rejection so, handling is the other thing that yeah, right. i have to absolutely many rejections come upon your face every day and mm. if you are not prepared for it uh, sometime you will uh, just leave that job right right so is it also uh, i mean in some ways to an extent definitely your a uh, family also supports or does not support does that also play a big role because uh, today you might have had a bad day you go back home and you are in a low mood or t- today you have had a wonderful day but you know the same is not probably appreciated whatever so uh, do you think that also matters a lot yeah so generally i don't discuss with, uh, my work with family right and okay. i stay away from family i stay with friends like the same okay. yeah so we stay okay. together in a flat right so, right uh, but thing is they don't uh, uh, poke me much and mm. uh, i'm privileged to have such family so they are independent okay. i am independent they have given you that time frame and the kind of uh, freedom to explore and do what yes. you want yeah so uh, it's uh, yeah i'm privileged to have that <laughs> Okay so no pressure from the family side per se even that itself is a big blessing right yes yeah <laughs> okay so, uh, what i do is uh, uh, i mean there are i mean even i don't uh, stay with my parents uh, they stay in a different location so but i give them updates now and then so i'll make sure that they don't assume uh, like this or rather this i'll make sure they are just sailing just floating on the sea and when the day really comes that they have to see that this company or uh, their son is actually growing that's when i'll give that kind of updates okay so you will share all the good news but you will not trouble them with uh, anything yeah. that is bothering you or the difficulties that you are facing yeah. okay actually if i if we say like we don't take so much botherings like if we get something tomorrow it will be new only the same bothering okay. uh, focus every day okay okay and uh, okay so one one last question so uh, uh, your your college and uh, your uh, you know the college has been a huge contributor to your journey yeah. right so uh, today if you are invited back to your college say to address your juniors the current lot of you know budding uh, engineers who are you know so and you were asked to address them and uh, you know you were asked to uh, guide them as to yeah. you know uh, like you know what they should be doing yeah. uh, what kind of uh, you know guidance will you tell them like you know if they uh, if you want to tell them like you know look at being an entrepreneur yeah what what would you like to share how would you like to advise them what advice you would like to give them okay uh, so what i would uh, tell them is right from starting of their uh, let's say the graduation and all i will ask them to find out those problems that are inherent in the system or inherent in our lives like let's say even it could be confined within the college campus itself just find out those problems try to address them and try to sell the solution which you have bought 
selling is one important skill one has to learn for sure which uh, i have learned only i mean uh, maybe my interview to uh, the company which i got selected was the first time i sold something uh, i sold myself to them so till then i have never sold anything it was always a clap from my parents or friends or something for something good i have done but you don't have experience selling and taking a rejection in case somebody do not want that solution right what i will do is i'll ask every student to work on some or the other problem bring come up with a solution try to sell it to somebody who is facing it be it one guy five guys mm-hmm. ten guys that will be my first suggestion to start working on any problem come up with solution sell it okay yeah okay and uh, rahul any suggestion from you what advice will you give yeah so i would uh, like to say uh, don't study for uh, just for marks or study if you love if you mm-hmm. really love and then uh, if you do something don't expect the result as of uh, you know as soon as it it's like enjoy the process of doing that someday you will get a good thing good result okay yeah. so enjoy the process as well as the struggle part of it don't expect overnight results or mm. overnight success yeah yes, yes. Uh, would you also advise them to uh, think of being an entrepreneur right out of college or like both of you have worked for a while and then you turn towards entrepreneurship what would you suggest uh so if somebody is uh, taking this step like, let's say they solve some problem they at least earn some bucks during their college campus i think they are good to start off right after their graduation let's say okay. if you do not have that kind of experience go out in the market see how uh, organizations work or any company or any startup works try to understand how the whole economic world or economic system works then uh, enter into entrepreneurship okay yeah okay would it be better to work with a startup then to get that kind of experience absolutely absolutely work with a startup rather than a corporate like yeah, like your juniors are working with you so they are getting more first hand experience about entrepreneurship uh, right yes, yes. Uh, to be frank uh, uh, a person working in a mnc and a person working in a startup i would choose uh, a startup guy yeah and because uh, the uh, weight of the decision that we take in a startup is very heavy even a, 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 a team member the new member comes in so he is given so much of responsibility and the day one he starts taking so not the stress actually uh, he'll think so much to make a decision because that decision actually have a profound impact on the company right. if you go to an mnc i mean for the first 3 4 years i don't think we'll take those kind of decisions <laughs> which will hardly change anything so okay i i'll not use my brain so much mm-hmm. yeah okay and, uh, yeah and in a startup every discussion happens more or less openly uh, you get to know how the finances work you get to know how product work service work maybe maintenance after sales operations it's everything is happening just around you and all right uh, in mnc you are not so much exposed to all this stuff for sure you you are exposed to one department say one. but not really a 360 degree experience like yeah. in a, in a small setup like which is yeah. a startup kind of thing okay so it has been a wonderful conversation and i can go on and on but uh, i think we'll we'll stop here now but it's it's been a great learning from what you all uh, you know emphasized on your own journey yeah. and the experiences that you have and what you learned from that 
and uh, it's it's been a great and i wish both of you lot of success in uh, you know uh, ensuring that your epic bikes are available to all those people who are finding that connectivity issue having that mobility issue for shorter distances or even for longer ones like you talked about now yeah. and uh, i really wish you the best for uh, you know a lot of uh, e vehicles on the so you're taking care of you know both the uh, exercise as well as the connectivity part which is an attractive thing for at least for me definitely yeah, so i'm sure it will be it will be a great success so thank you so much for joining me and uh, so listener we have had this wonderful conversation with the co-founders of epic bikes right and uh, now in the coming episodes we are going to be talking with some more entrepreneurs each entrepreneur is going to give you a different perspective each entrepreneur is going to share their experiences which is going to you know make you feel that okay what all i can learn from this what all can i understand and if you want to be an entrepreneur definitely you can get a good startup about from all the advice that you're going to get so keep listening and make sure you're also subscribing to pit stop conversations and looking forward to talking to you as well as uh, many other entrepreneurs again and again and more and more number of episodes coming in thank you so much once again both of you arad and rahul for joining me in this conversation thank you so much thank you.